Hi guys, welcome to Everyone's Gay. I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And today we have with us Gray Hansen. Hi. From Mean Girls the Musical. Yeah, he plays Damien on Mean Girls. It was awesome. Can you believe? Broadway. Can you believe? It's huge. Yeah, it's awesome. Major. I saw the show. It was so good. I got to go to the premiere actually because we did this like Insta story thing. I went with Kay, who you were just talking to. Um, and it was awesome i loved it however i was sitting next to emma thompson so it was kind of hard to, to oh my concentrate god. oh my god i had no idea she was there <laughs> yeah, she was there i was sitting next to emma thompson and diane sawyer oh my god i know I was did like, they laugh yes they laughed a lot did oh, you know I, they were there no i'm learning now that was like a month ago yeah and so so it was it was diane sawyer emma thompson um and then across the aisle was lauren michaels uh-huh. And so I was just like staring at him and every time he laughed, I would like laugh a little harder because I was like, if he thinks uh, it's funny, then I'm going to laugh. I'm obsessed with him because he's our pro- main producer. So yeah. he's around all the time. And I always thought he was kind of like a vampire at first because yeah. he's just like he doesn't smile. But he is one of the nicest people ever. He has such like a, a thing about him, like because everyone oh, yeah. is like a mysticism because everyone like talks about him and stuff. Yeah. I'm still just wild that Diane Sawyer and Emma Thompson were together. Did friends. they come together? Yeah, they came together. They, <gasps> they were had friends. A gals' night. Yeah. The um, I was looking at the pictures from the premiere, um, just to see if I happened to make my way into one. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Five hundred pictures taking, for a glimpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they t- they were taking two. They were they took all their pictures together. Oh, that's are um, they dating? I, what are they dating? Oh my god, that would be amazing. Should we have them on the podcast? You heard, heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, but so during the show, there was one point where the girl next to me, which I guess is a, this is a major no no in Broadway shows, she was like eating like a like candy. She was eating a sandwich. She was eating a Subway sandwich. Like a hot dog. <laughs> what would be the worst thing to eat at a Broadway show? Maybe like a chili cheese dog. Yeah. No, I think they just say like, if you crumple the um, candy wrapper, it's super annoying because we can hear it. You can. Yeah, we, I mean, the, the audience is so close. And yeah. if you were sitting by Emma Thompson, I'm sure you had a good seat. Yeah, well, so Emma Thompson <laughs> leans over me and yells, oh, there's the picture. Oh my God, we're oh. looking at the picture. Oh God, also, they look amazing. Yeah, maybe they are cup. dating, honestly. <laughs> Um, Emma Thompson leans over me and she's like, excuse me, but you really need to stop that. <gasps> Good for her. I, I was like, oh, I Good want Emma her. Thompson to yell at me. <laughs> Imagine. That's iconic. Academy Award winner, um, Emma Thompson. I went to see A Doll's House Part 2 when it was out Damn. and there was someone sitting in front of me. There was like a um, group of like elderly people that had come together in like a caravan and one of their phones went off like loudly and then went off six more times because it was the alarm on her phone and she just kept hitting oh, um, snooze because uh, she couldn't oh, figure it out. Does that happen a lot? Does that like, when you, like, do you hear things? Honestly, we, I haven't heard a lot of phones go off at all, which is yeah. great because we do have so many kids. So you'd think there would be like a lot of the whole like, you know, Twitters and whatever. Mm-hmm. But what we get a lot of, we see people like filming our show. Oh, that's annoying. Because uh, like the the teens, the girls, they, they love it and they want to bootleg it. But like we can see everything that they do because their audience is so close. Yeah. So sometimes we'll just like point at them during curtain call and be like, you can't do that. <laughs> but the ushers are good about it. They'll come like, down That's not like, your job. I know, but yeah. it's fun for us. Whenever yeah. I see an usher yelling at someone, it's like, 
I'm so scared. That's my worst fear is getting yelled at by an usher. That's your absolute worst fear. <laughs> Truly, I would rather drown than get yelled at by an usher. But were you so were you like a, a big fan of the movie before? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I I've told everyone I was like I don't remember watching it for the first time because I feel like I always knew yeah. it, you yeah. know. It was like it felt like our generation's movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's crazy there was a time that it didn't exist. I truly <laughs> I I just remember always loving it and watching it and I quoted it and I've I've just seen it so many times and then like I heard about the musical and I was like, "Okay, well, this is my part." Yeah. And even though I'm in my 20s, I was like this still has to be my part. I did like the first ever reading of it uh-huh. um the director's casey nicola who did book of mormon and that's the show i was in before yeah, this yeah and he asked me to do the reading and he was like when we actually cast the show we're gonna hire teenagers oh. and i was like, oh, like did well, they actually hire I'm any 16, teenagers i just no they, just yeah, i know the youngest person is like 21 yeah but um i i don't it's also like it's tina fey humor so you sort of have to be it's yeah older it's, to well, get it yeah. and it, also in the movie they are not teenagers rachel mcadams was like pushing 30 yeah. yeah how old was Lindsay lohan in that movie she could have been i think she was actually 18 or yeah, 19 true yeah. it's I also hard to believe that Lindsay lohan that, was ever 18 i, I know, know. Well, the, have you seen parent trap um well fair <laughs> you're right you're right you're right <laughs> she, she like, takes it back um, that was like her last thing before it went downhill for her parent trap was the last good thing <laughs> no yeah. mean girls oh right yeah, i right. think so no well, yeah, her be right. fully loaded because i remember, I remember cult yeah, classic. no but that, yeah, that was before mean girls because I just remember her doing the like the press afterwards and looking at her and being like, oh my God. She's really good at Mean Girls. Oh, she's, she's amazing. amazing. She's a great Tina, actress. Tina still says it. She's like, you watch her in the movie and she's incredible. She's a great actress. What's, yeah. what's Tina Fey like? She's the best. She's she's nothing like Liz Lemon. I remember being like, is she going to be like Liz Lemon? <laughs> Eating and, ham. Like, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's I like, want to hear the meeting story. Caricature. Well, she was in that first reading I did, but wow. I barely got to meet her. It was literally, they had just written the first act. And we didn't even sing the music. We just like showed up and like read the script mm-hmm. out loud. And so I met her in passing then. I remember she said something like, this must be weird because you guys sing and we're not letting you sing. And I'd be like, yes, it was weird. <laughs> I don't know. I was nervous. But then she was at my final callback. But then like once rehearsal started, we really got to know her because she cares so much about the show. She's like a theater freak herself. Yeah. Her husband wrote the music. They were literally there every day. Yeah. And she's just normal and like, so quiet actually oh, really? you have to like lean in to hear well, she's her she's like more of a writer than a performer right right i mean so. i think she loves it and like clearly 30 rock is i think her favorite project ever yeah but she is not that like outlandish in mm-hmm. real life um her husband's like louder and funnier than she is yeah really? i, I kind of i could kind of see that i kind of got that i was like also in the same row as tina fey Oh my uh, um, how, how did, did you, you get, get these, these seats <laughs> betches man honestly they got where? the connects betches um, where? who do i have to talk to I know. well i think we're anyways i like look down so down i look down the road and i was just like staring at her the whole time in her power white suit yeah that oh my amazing. god that is a dream also also wearing a suit that's a different story that's not what i meant that's we'll edit that out edit that out thank you no she really she's she's amazing and like kind of a friend to all of us now i don't know yeah she's i think she just like cares a lot about the show yeah you know so people are surprised that she was there every day i was like no she's like I'm she sure. lives in New York. i mean if she wrote it i that's like her you don't and get, she wrote you know yeah. the original it's her you baby. don't get that amount of like respect in the business and get to where you are if you're not a hard worker yeah oh my so. god and she was changing jokes on the spot like i remember in rehearsals there would be like one dumb little joke that like i was obsessed with but she'd be like try these other three and she would have like scribbled down that she just wrote and they would be equally be as funny as yeah does that Amazing. happen now like no 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 okay so once a broadway show like opens it's 
frozen quote unquote not frozen the musical but it's frozen <laughs> as in you don't change it is that that's like a rule yeah because w- that's what we do previews for so before opening uh, okay. we had like a month of previews where every night every day we'd rehearse and make changes and then do them in the show that night for oh, two thousand wow. people and that's like the wow. craziest thing ever because literally you know how I open the show? I have a like, picture of George Michael. Yeah. I would like have my lines written on the back of George Michael because the opening would change almost every day. Yeah. And so I'd be like, what do I say today? You know, oh but it was God. like sold to the public. Yeah. So you had to, to like 2000 people like it's terrifying. fresh lines I mean, in the you, morning. Yeah. If you can do go through like a preview process on Broadway, you can do anything. But no, once the show is open, it's done because, you know, yeah, you the creative team leaves day. and then. You know, I think little things like, uh, okay, you know, the Danny DeVito line, the iconic Danny DeVito line, I say the girl that plays the Danny DeVito role is white, but one of her understudies, one of the swings is black. And so when she goes on, Tina's like, you have to say, Gary Coleman, I love your work. (laughs) (laughs) So like little things have to change depending on like the the actor. That was, that was the cool thing about the show was that like they, she kept the jokes from the movie that like you loved but there was also a lot of like new jokes and they were also just like still just as funny. So that was really cool. Yeah. She like enhanced them a lot. Um, I want to know where you were when you found out that you were nominated for a Tony. It's like such a lackluster story. I was in bed at like 8am living my single life. Like literally that morning I went to like make a cup of coffee and like stepped on a cockroach and I was (laughs) like, this is a bad omen. I'm not getting nominated for a Tony. I really wasn't expecting it though, for sure. But I was, I wanted to hear and see what the show got. And, um, so they don't like call you beforehand. No, you don't know. There was like a live stream announcement. It was Catherine McPhee and Leslie Odom Jr. were doing the announcement. Oh my God. And it was like, you had to go on the website, do a live stream. Cause I don't have cable. I don't even think it was on cable. And then, I mean, um, who has cable, right? But my live stream was like delayed and weird. And then, the name is they got to my category which is like the last oh one. Oh my god imagine your internet failing when you're waiting to hear if you're nominated uh, for a tony yes and oh she literally <laughs> Catherine mcfee messed up the name before mine <clears throat> his name is alexander Gimignani, and i knew that like obviously my last name comes after g and i was like and she's like jim how do i say it jim, jim, and she like went off and i was like oh my god get it together <laughs> And then, um, but then I just got a bunch of texts and immediately like every, literally that day every person I've ever spoken to and has my number texted me which was amazing it was yeah. just like this outpour of like you it was know, probably also really good for like all like the haters in high school I'm like yeah. here we go <laughs> fuck you guys yeah, fuck all the haters <laughs> yeah. truly no but the haters texted me too but, so that's oh, really? the best revenge yeah. though do you respond and don't respond oh I always respond oh, okay no I don't know if I have that many haters I probably do but they're just like because I'm from the south you just like talk about people behind their back yeah of oh right yeah New Jersey wasn't like that. <laughs> You're um, just in your face. People like I hate threw bagels you. at me. No. <gasps> Sounds like a dream. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that doesn't sound that bad. But the thing bagels. is, I, I don't eat gluten. <laughs> was oh my God, why? Are you allergic? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's not a no, choice. No, it's not a choice. I'm like kind of mad at people who use, do it as a diet. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, like I'm trapped by this. Yeah. <laughs> but all the... Oh, like also like what was it like finding out you're playing damien on mean girls oh yeah like i skipped i skipped yeah, no, you skipped i mean yeah whatever it was, was um, that one more of an exciting story yeah it was i like i had this weird i'm like not a very confident cocky person but like i had a feeling i was gonna get it we did you go through so many audition processes to get a broadway show like i had to go in 
four times separately and you first go in for like the music director and then you go in for the writer and then you go in for the assistant director and then you go in for the director and Tina Fey and everyone in the final callback. And so my final callback, I went in with Barrett Wilbert Weed who plays Janice. Love her. Love her. And we went in together and um, they were pairing us up with other people, but we were the last two people there that day for the final oh callback. And so I was like, I, I really think we got it, Barrett. And so I went that night. I was, I have a friend who teaches at NYU and we were going to see his, he directed this musical um, at NYU and I, we were going to dinner in the village beforehand and I was at dinner and we were having like, you know, a glass of wine. And then my agent called me and told me I got the part. Were you and with Barrett too? No, I wasn't with oh, Barrett. Okay. No, that would have been cool. Were yeah. you like terrified that I, she didn't get it and you did? I, well, that's the thing. I didn't know for sure yet. And then so. it's that awkward of like, do I text her and, and I say didn't. I got it? Yeah. Or do I wait? Yeah. And I did it. It was weird. Yeah. That's totally <laughs> what like, I went through my shots head. immediately afterwards. And she, I'm like, sure, was also. <laughs> no, I was like, we went to go watch like college people do a musical. <laughs> and make fuck you guys. I'm about to be on Broadway. Yeah. It must have been like a very sweet feeling yeah. to be like it was. if you only knew yeah. <laughs> like smoking <a> yeah. <laughs> like loudly eating candy and right no no yeah i mean that was like and that was when we did the lab so like there's so much that goes into doing a Broadway show but before you even becomes a production you have to do a lab of it which mm. basically was like you do the whole show in a rehearsal studio for like producers and money people and then you do the production after that so some shows don't even make it past the lab yeah but we knew mean girls was going to be a thing yeah so this that's when i got the call about the lab and they're like okay you're officially going to do it on broadway but that was a different yeah. call but you know like this is like like this is like it had the name it had lauren michaels and tina fey yeah. yeah like obviously this is gonna there's an audience for this yeah. for like yeah. the next 10 years yeah, yeah. like long for sure how long do how long do tip actors like typically stay on a show it depends so uh, they give contracts we send contracts so oh, okay. right now i'm in a year-long contract uh -huh. but um it's different for the ensemble and then it's 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 different depending on what you want to do and if you want to leave for other things so you mm -hmm. can negotiate certain like outs we call them yeah about like you know tv and uh, movie jobs and stuff but for now i'm i'm doing the show until march okay so is that eight times a week eight times a week yeah. till march yeah. Is there any weeks off? I have a planned vacation in August. I'm going to Hawaii. Oh, nice. Never Are been. You so excited. I mean, I'm that's so, so much. That's a lot of fucking performing. It is Every crazy. night, too. It's not like it's a daytime, <clears throat> either. Like, it's... I know. Sometimes we do a daytime. I know. But I'm saying, like, you don't have a night free, ever. I know. For except for Monday. Monday. We have Mondays off. Yeah. It is... It's a crazy schedule. But, like, I'm truly getting to do what I've always done yeah. as a career. Like, I'm getting paid to do what I did as a hobby when I was a kid in Macon, mm -hmm. Georgia, you know? Yeah. And it's a really fun show and it's a fun part. And I kind of get to play myself like 10 years ago <laughs> and people love the show. Like we literally, we won zero Tonys, which I'm sure people know, <laughs> but it's okay because like the, the girls and the fans that come to the show are like out of their mind crazy for it. Yeah. And oh it's, my God, it's so I'm cool. Sure. The yeah. energy must be insane. <clears throat> Even yeah. like me going to the premiere, I was like shaking and like, I'm yeah. like i can't believe that i get to go to the mean girls on broadway premiere that's so cool i'm also like grew up obsessed with mean girls tina fey 30 rock like, yeah i had the dvds me too because i didn't have like cape like i just want, so that's all i would watch in my room is like seasons of 30 rock on repeat so. i can quote like almost every episode yeah. and i've never told her that because yeah. like i look like a crazy person me too. Yeah. you should just drop quotes 
Like every now and then, remember that one episode where you did this thing and then that you said that. Like, the, remember the one you probably know this when she's like prepping for to go to a party and she like looks at herself in the mirror and she's like, "Stop sweating, you stupid bitch!" She like slaps <laughs> yeah. herself. Like I was really sweating in rehearsal one day and I was like, "Look, Tina, I'm you," and I did the whole thing for her. A good thing she found oh it funny. Yeah. She was actually gonna go to do her live her new show. Remember, she's like she had that like actor self. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Self. Oh my god, what was it called? Deal breaker. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Deal breakers, and that's then she was like, "Do that now here at Betches." When she yells about show. ham, when she sings, "Oh, the that's song, right, somebody, somebody bring me some ham." Yeah. <laughs> she's just the best. Uh, I do love her. Um, yeah, that's so. I can't believe. What a wild story. Your life will never be the same. I know. It's true. Yeah. It's very cool. I mean, even, I truly didn't think I was going to win the Tony. So just the fact that I got to like dress up and like perform and then yeah. be there and like on the telecast was amazing. And then forever you're like Tony nominated. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know people are going to introduce you as Tony, Tony nominated. nominated. Yeah. Very handsome. Very handsome. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know what's happening after Mean Girls. You know, I don't have that planned or anything, but yeah. I don't know. It is an eight show schedule is no joke, really hard. Yeah. So I don't know if I can like keep it up. Um, you know, I'm like almost 28. Yeah. You know, you but, can play Damien when you're like 45. Like, uh, it, anyone it, it is anything. so exhausting being a high schooler. Yeah. Like, especially a gay, like, <laughs> you're outgoing like, high yeah, schooler. Like I'm like running around the stage. Like, yeah, yeah. You, do, you do like a whole tap dance routine, right? Yeah. Th- yes. The tap dance is so fun. But truly, you guys, I walk off stage and I'm heaving. <laughs> like, I have to walk up like two flights of stairs to my dressing room and I'm like, people are like are you dying are you dead yeah. i um, um those like those those backstages are crazy like the they're like i i went back because um i saw laura benanti on uh meteor shower oh cool um and she so she invited me and my coworker back and I, it was like such a winding thing. I didn't know yeah. what it's like. It, people think it's so glamorous, but they're old, gross yeah, theaters. Yeah, it's not like, it wasn't like clean. No, the, all the Broadway the, houses were built in like the 20s. Also, it was like, there was like carpet flooring. Like, why the fuck do they have carpet floors? Like, these are disgusting. I know. I kind I of know. like, I mean, I hate car. I would never put carpet in my house, but like, I kind of am into like old carpet and things like that. <laughs> Ew, yeah. It's like carpet. character, you know? It smells sort of Like not way. in my house, but you know. Just like visiting old carpets. Do you it's have like, your own dressing room? I share with Aaron Samuels, the heartthrob, oh, okay. Kyle Selig. We actually went to school together, we went to college together, and we did Book of Mormon together, and now we're doing this together. Yeah. He's the best. No, nobody has their own dressing room at the August Wilson because it's so small. Yeah. Like literally Regina shares with Katie Heron. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the theaters. Ooh, the drama that must happen there. <laughs> My God. No, they went to college together too. Really? That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Everybody's so. That's crazy did to you, think they're like. Did you know Barrett? I feel like I can call her Barrett because I met her a couple times. And yeah. She's very nice. Well, that's her name. <laughs> but like it'd also be a lot to say her full name every time you say it. Wibbleweed. Yeah. I love saying it like you're a four-year-old. Barrett <laughs> <laughs> Wibbleweed. Did you know her beforehand? Yeah. We have a bunch of mutual friends and i like i went to her halloween party like three years before i met we did i mean three years before we did mean girls and um that's how we like kind of pushed ourselves to get the job we rehearsed together beforehand we like had drinks like a year before like hell like we have like the chemistry chemistry you guys were definitely like no shade to anyone else but you guys were definitely my favorite oh thanks favorite parts sitting right here doing your podcast no but seriously like her, her voice is I know. Insane. She literally like she has cords of steel, and it's yeah. so loud. Sometimes I'm like, how are you not dead right now? When she does like the middle finger song, uh huh. I'd rather she, be me. I was like, holy shit! I know she's so good. It's the coolest thing though. It's like Janice and Damien are all of us. Like the people yeah. that go to see musicals 
are yeah. we're Janice yeah. and Damien. So yeah. like, that's why they made us the narrators. And that's why uh-huh. we sort of like are the window into like yeah. the audience. The people it. must live for you at the stage tour. It, they do. They go, the girls go crazy. The girls go nuts, but it's cool. It's like, I mean, where are the boys? <laughs> there, I mean, there's some gays there, okay. but for the most, I don't know. You know, my favorite thing though, is if like a husband is there with his wife and she's stage touring and then he's behind her and he's just like, Hey, I really liked the tap dance. <laughs> I always like it makes me like really excited. Aww, that's nice. That's Do you fun. ever feel just like too tired to go? Yes. Oh. The stage door. Yeah. yeah. What's your, what's your, it kind of seems like an, a bit of a, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing, but also like if I was so tired and then you have to talk to a bunch of people. And- I mean, it, it can be, it can be awesome. Like a lot of people, a lot, actually a lot of like quote unquote Damien's come to the stage door and they're like, it's so good to see someone like me represented, you know, on a Broadway stage. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> but you know, everybody has their phone and they just all want a selfie, which is, mm. which is fun and cool. But it's at some point you're just like, it just becomes like, you, do you really care? Do you just want this picture? Yeah. Do you just want the likes? On if it? you have like a right. good connection with someone and then they ask for a selfie, does that take that all away? Like a fan? No. Like you're talking to someone. No, you- it depends on what we say. I don't know. It depends on what they say beforehand. I'm so happy to do it. Yeah. I think uh, sometimes the girls don't, uh, some of us don't end up stage drawing if we are too tired or something because yeah. it has become like, there's like 50 some people yeah. there. But uh, I, I, it's a, it's definitely it's not a part of our job, so we don't have to. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's what's so cool about seeing a show. It's like you get to see people perform live, and then you get to meet them afterwards. It's not like you're watching a movie and you turn it off. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I like doing it. I like to connect with people that way. Also, if I had like a bad show and I think like, oh god, I was terrible today, I walk out of the stage door and though you know some some kid says like. I, you were so amazing. It was so cool to see you do that. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, right. You know, yeah. it's not as bad as I thought it was. What's your, what do you do if you're like so exhausted just from the amount of shows you've done? And like, does that happen? Like you're, you feel like how, how the hell am I supposed to perform for like a few, few hours? Yeah. I drink a lot of coffee before the show, yeah, Okay, but I've had to call out a few times. I missed two shows because I, I just, yeah, I was too tired. I couldn't mm-hmm. perform. And my voice was really tired. When we were doing the Tony stuff, there was like a lot of press on top of the shows. Yeah. So we were always like every day was full of stuff before we performed. Jeez. Yeah. Um, what, you know, which was cool. But by the end of the day, you're like, well, my I job just is just to sleep, sing yeah. and do the show. And so if I can't do that, so I had to call it a few times. But you, I always, you just sort of muster up the energy. Cause yeah. like I said, the audience is the adrenaline kind of kicks in too. It does. Yeah. And we start the show. Like we walk out there and yeah. our stand up mics and like, it's we've been sold out like every day. So yeah. like, it's a, an amazing crowd and like the lottery winners, do you know what the lottery is? Yeah. They like, they put a little ticket in and then you, your name gets drawn for like 20, $30 tickets or whatever. And they're on the front row. Oh wow. So it's people that really wanted to see the show. Yeah. Or, like, and right like probably doing that every day, like waiting and finally yeah. have won. Oh my God, you guys, there was this girl two nights ago at the show on the front row who knew all of the choreography. <laughs> what? We've been open for gosh, how long? She- and literally, I was like, she watched the bootleg yeah, over and she over. Found, you should have called her out. I, well, we like, were you owe us It was money. so distracting. Because <laughs> she literally was like, and then they do this, and she's doing the dance. Oh, it my was, God, how old was she? She was like probably 16, 17. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to be like, she's 37. Uh, oh, I wish. I would have been obsessed. <laughs> you know, it was like this girl, and I was like, okay, we get it. You know the choreography. Please watch the show that yeah. you just paid for. Oh, my God. Do you know that she is dreaming of being on that stage? I know. I hope she listens to the podcast. You'll get there one day, girl. So, <laughs> like, because so, you appreciate it, but it was just a little distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. It's like, we're performing I mean, for you. I mean, I do, that, I do that at Beyonce concerts. I right. Just, but I don't, I don't think, think Beyonce cares. Yeah. yeah. And are you in the front row at the Beyonce? concert crawl so uh, well, okay here's a trick for everyone listening 
I went, I went to the Formation World Tour twice by myself. And I bought the tickets like two hours beforehand off StubHub because people are just trying to to like get rid of mm. the tickets and make oh, their money wow, back. Yeah. And so they were like, they weren't like cheap, like they weren't like thirty bucks, but they weren't like cheaper than they would have been. Right? So it was like one hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred bucks, and I was in like the third row. Like, oh my god! Actually, they kicked water on me. <gasps> you were in yeah. the third row. Yes. Jesus, it was How fucking did... amazing. It's a good idea, I guess. Yeah. So good to know. <laughs> Isn't she coming through? Like, yeah, soon? I'm going to on the run too you in are, August. Honestly, like. She can't. She keeps forcing her husband on me, and I don't care. I it's know. Like, I am disappointed I that I'm sorry, but like I'm just not that. This is nepotism. To, that she's trying is. to rope him in. But I'm like, success. I want to see like lemonade grow. But, but I don't do you wanna... think like do Beyonce and Jay Z don't have the same fan bases? But they like no, absolutely not. But they can do whatever they want, so now they're like just doing that. Well, they rented out the Louvre for that, which music is video. wild. You, I was watching yeah. it the whole time. I was like, "How much did this cost?" And I, I was like, "Is this the actual Louvre?" Yes, it is. And the it whole is. thing is shot in the Louvre. Yeah. Could you imagine if they like recreated the Louvre? <laughs> that would be. That would have been more expensive yeah. than renting out the <laughs> Louvre. I'm sure they probably would have been able to. I wonder yeah. how much they paid, or was the Louvre just like okay? It's like, oh, we need, pre- we need the press. Yeah, <laughs> we need the press. We have the Mona Lisa, but Mona Beyonce Lisa. Lady, Like, the Louvre's PR team is yeah. there, like, this is a great opportunity for us to showcase Mona Lisa finally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, should we do Should we get to questions? some listener questions? Am I doing the gay one, or, or you're you, doing the lesbian you one? You do the gay okay. one. You do I can't the remember. Well, so, I guess they're both gay. Are they not all gay? Right. Yeah. No, but no, we're we d- differentiating some, we between some... gays and lesbians. Well, it's actually a straight person asking a question for the lesbian Well, tomato, tomato. Pride week, so allies. Yeah, it is, is a very long. I feel like it's been pride forever. Yeah, it's too long. My whole life. But like, I guess I'm getting pride parade. Well, other other cities do it earlier. Whatever. Anyways. Hey, gays. I love all the Betches podcasts. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Offended. I love all the Betches podcasts, and I've been waiting for this podcast for forever, and I'm so fat, happy it's finally here. Me too. I don't have any gay friends, and I don't really know why. I've had gay friends over the years, but none of them really stick around in my life. I found that it's become more of a problem recently as I've had a lot of gay-specific issues in the past year that none of my straight male or female friends can really understand and would probably be easier to discuss with my fellow gays. However, I have had a hard time finding other gay men that I want to be friends with. I was an athlete in college. Okay, humble brag. So most of my friends are straight white men who I love but don't really get where I'm coming from. How much do you love them? On most things... I'll, wait, what is this? Also, I don't know how many gays that I could meet through them. Okay, that's not a good sentence. The gay friends I have been over the years usually end up pissing me off because they're obnoxious or one of us catches unreciprocated feel, feels and things get weird. How do I make gay friends so I can genuinely feel like I'm a part of this community that I, right now, feel like a bit of an outsider of without abandoning my straight friends or making things weird with my new gay ones? Thank you. That's a really good question. Um, this is a good question. Is I good also question. will bet... Um, a thousand dollars that this person is very hot because <laughs> he's really talking think? about how he's an athlete and all of his friends get uh, feelings for him he said he, he said sometimes he gets feelings he says or one of us catches one of us ca- yeah, one, feels yeah. and things get weird with his straight friends no so, with his gay friends with his, oh and because they're obnoxious <laughs> which is kind is of like okay which we're all obnoxious yeah, girl you have to just get used to it um <sighs> What do you say, Chris? I mean, I also think that it takes me longer to make gay friends than female friends, just because I've always like grow. I grew up trusting females more than males. Yeah, and I think that that's followed me into like my adulthood of real like the not all men are t- 
terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm bad at this because so, like I, yeah, I, I don't know how to make I, friends I, <laughs> like in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that I definitely had a lot of girlfriends growing up mostly and some man friends. Um, but I guess just like, it's just around like what, so what I did, I had the similar, I feel like I had similar problems making gay friends, but what I, what I did is I just, I joined a gay soccer team, like, <laughs> like a gay uh, soccer league, you know, that's like, a good idea. yeah, you kind of have to just like put yourself in a situation. I guess it also depends on where he lives. Too. Yeah. It depends on, yeah. It depends on where he lives. I mean, go online, man. You know, yeah. like if there's, if, if you live in like a city or like, like, I know it sounds lame to like join clubs or like do things like that, especially as an adult. It's like, it feels weird and hard to like do new things like that. Yeah. But once you do it for like two weeks, you're over it. You're like, Oh, this is what I do now. Like I've been playing for like a year and I love it. My gay club is just being an actor. And then <laughs> yeah, everyone's I was just going to say you're on Broadway. So no, but I, take the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do relate to that though, because I think in general, we as gay men are just judgmental. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's, it can be really hard to like find a group of gay people you feel comfortable enough with yeah. to like share your deepest, darkest secrets without yeah. feeling like you're being attacked. Yeah. And so I think like <laughs> as on a whole, we can like be a little bit better about that. But I've also, I think friends are more important in quality than quantity. Yes, like I sure. have like two really close gay friends but like not a bunch yeah. and like i think it's it's okay because also like when you're in your 20s you're not fully developed as a human being and if you're gay and you've been told that what you are is not okay for probably most of your life you're gonna figure shit out like later on i don't know i don't i want to know more about who he is like yeah. how old he is where he's from i mean i mean he, he does college, in college so we know email. he's out of college okay yeah that that i mean that's oh, tough. he's fresh tough. out of college yeah he must be fresh out of college because why would you use your college because he says i was an athlete in college and he has a college email so i'm gonna oh context clues who love that oh my god the, nancy drew thank you i've been watching a lot of forensic files <laughs> yeah i mean if you're just trying to just be your most genuine self and then you will attract those people that are like you you know yeah and I wouldn't worry about abandoning anyone. As you get older, you become friends with people, new people that you like more than your old friends. And you just like happen you to separate from you just start, you like, you just like going away. Like, um, one of my best friends who I was best friends with in high school, we kind of just like sort of like slowly drifting apart. And she recently got engaged and a couple of my friends got invited. I did not. Mm. Um, but then I saw an Insta story. She posted a picture of her yard and she had a fucking Trump Pence sign in it. And I was like, thank Bye. God. <laughs> I wasn't Dodged invited a bullet. to her wedding. <laughs> Dodged a bullet. I know also, I'm from like, Georgia. That happens to me a lot. Yeah, she's also like an immigrant. Like I'm really confused. About, like, from like Peru. It's she's not making her own decisions. Something's happening. No, that's exactly <laughs> what I said when I heard this. I was Something's like, happening. her husband is definitely a Trump supporter, and she just is like going along for the ride. Yeah, friend, if you're listening, come back to the light. Yeah, <laughs> she she's not listening. <laughs> she like waits for her husband to leave and turns it on secretly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah okay yeah i mean i wish we could be more of help to this person (laughs) but like it is true that i think that i'm talking about myself um specifically where like i've realized that i am so much ruder to gay men or men in general than i am like if i met like brian and i met a girl at the same time i would like gravitate towards the girl yeah. automatically yeah, just because safer, right. i'm like she's not gonna read me to filth for like 
whatever and it's also yeah and also maybe it's a little bit of like internalized homophobia that you need to work it's true like it's a much bigger issue than his question because like why do we do that because i don't feel comfortable on gay men all i was just shopping just now before i came to this podcast and i'm walking in like h&m and zara and i was like i feel judged i feel unwelcome (laughs) and i am like you know proudly gay and like fine with myself you know but like um that's why i like enter like a gay bar and i'm like oh my god i like have you to, to go. like oh, i can't do this I i'm know. like yeah but it is like, hard it is hard but we're all in it together yeah i mean also i don't think i think you may need to give some of your straight friends more credit uh you can probably talk to them you're probably more internalizing how you feel that they can't connect with you but right. i'm not just fucking people yeah <laughs> it's true yeah, they maybe, they're, maybe they're actually gay the gay problems are just people problems yeah oh this are you ready for the next question? Yeah, let's do it. I love this one. This is my favorite. My sister recently came out to me as gay. When she told me this, she also mentioned that she is dating someone and it's quote unquote serious. She put the quotes. She met her girlfriend on a dating app and they started a relationship very quickly right after their first date. They've been together for a couple months now and they announced that they are moving in together. Okay. Shocking. It's difficult for me to wrap my mind around this relationship due to the speed. Why get serious so quickly? She has not been in a relationship in a long time, never with a woman, and has never been one to make rash decisions. What do I do when I don't support the way their relationship is moving? Do I say something out of concern? And if so, what do I say? Do I look past, ignore the situation? I want to trust her, but it's difficult when others who are close to her have also expressed concern. If I was the only one feeling uneasy, it would be easier to let it be. But since it seems universal, I just don't know what to do. Ryan. Oh, okay. this question is from a guy. I wasn't expecting that, actually. Well, no, I, don't th- I, think, I think they put a, a fake name because um, their oh, email is Ryan not, could be a girl's name. And it true. Could be a girl's that name. is true. Um, what do you think, Gray? Uh, I mean, I, I think you kind of have to stay out of it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I think if, if you, if you're not them, you don't know what's happening. So yeah. it could be right. And then people need to learn from their own mistakes. So if it's, yeah. she's making a mistake, then let her do it. Because then obviously if she's newly dating women, like she's taking big steps anyway. Yeah. So like, I say like fail hard, go big or go home. And then be her friend and a good sibling yes. when, if it does. Yeah. I am, I am. I, I always like, I always have sort of say what I think and feel. And I'm a little too judgmental sometimes to my closest friends because I know they can take it. And so I'm sort of trying to be better about being like, no, I accept what you're doing and yeah. I am here for you versus As, like, don't yeah. do that. Especially when someone's like in love or thinks they're in love, you can't tell them anything. Yeah. And like, I remember when I was like, in love with this person that was terrible and is truly a goddamn nightmare. My best friend told me like, listen, I think he's the worst. He's terrible. He's going to ruin your life. And when he does, like, I'll be here to listen to it. And there's no way around it, but through it. Did he ruin, um, did he ruin her life? He ruined my life. Yeah. But, and, <laughs> but you needed to go through that. But I had to go, like, I knew as it was happening that like, yeah. this was going to end with me being <clears throat> like devastated forever and i mean not forever because i'm fucking over it but (laughs) i hope so (laughs) but i i like distinctly remember her saying that and now that's kind of what i say to people when i know the same thing is happening to them also like they could be they you know like you don't know what happens when they're alone also fun fact my parents were together for only six months when they got married. Oh, wow. And they're still together. And that was like 30 something years ago, 35 years ago. I feel like when you know, you know, right? But like, unless she's a serial killer and like, let her do it. Then you don't know. Yeah. No, she's We do this like, would you rather of like, would you rather um, date someone who's a serial killer, but you don't know it? 
and they're really nice to you or someone who's kind of an asshole to you <laughs> like someone that's like so sweet and nice and like wealthy but they're secretly a serial but killer. they're like but well, are you gonna die in this no, no no they're like a dexter serial killer no 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 they're killing anyone that makes it easy that's where for we you disagree yeah. or you're dating no like, he, like he's not gonna kill you, your yeah. family or anything um it, is there no an option you know. just to like be single no <laughs> i would definitely date the serial killer there's yeah. <laughs> i mean or he's it, like nice to you he'd probably be good at like protecting you in like that's cases true of, like i mean how do you know that he's not the hero in this situation like all the other people deserve to die that's true well, i guess <laughs> i don't know i guess that's true if it's a serial killer that's just killing all the people that deserve to die <laughs> <laughs> around you um yeah so so i guess also there's this kind of stereotype that lesbians just do this yeah like is that real really is a stereotype they call it you hauling (gasps) they call it that's what they say like lesbian the stereotype is like lesbians go on the first date and move in the next Uh, day yeah i actually have a friend that did that i have have friends that do that too as well i used to work when i was um in high school i worked at a liquor store and the other cashiers were all like middle-aged lesbians um oh my god truly. why is that a tv show and i was like and i was like those were my best friends when i was 18 it was like it was like me and like five 38 year old lesbians and we would like go drink beer at like this gay bar upstate but one of like this girl started working at the liquor store who was married to a man and my friend whose name is Jeanette, that's her real name and she'd be proud to hear it if she was listening um and she was like i think sarah is Oops, that's her real name also. (laughs) But she was like, I think she's so hot and blah, blah, blah. And six months later, she left her husband and (gasps) had moved in with Jeanette. And they were on the track to get married. And then she ended up um, meeting Jeanette's best friend, who was a lesbian, and moving in with her and leaving Jeanette like two months later. This really could be a TV show. It was amazing. And I was just like sitting there like eating nachos and drinking. (laughs) like the best TV show (laughs) you've ever watched. 18 years old acting like a middle-aged woman. I think literally it sounds like lesbians are the opposite of gay men. They know what they want. They do it. No bullshitting. You're not judging. You're just like. That's why I like them so much. I know. I wish. (laughs) So then it sounds like they're on the right track. So let it happen. Yeah. Just let it be. If if shit goes down, just be a nice person to her. And don't be like, I knew it. Like, no one one needs to fucking Everybody hates those people. No one needs an I told you so. So, yeah. So we end with the podcast now by asking our guests. uh, And it's appropriate for you because you kind of are in high school every day. (laughs) Yeah. What would you tell your high school self or your teenage self now if you could tell them something? I would tell him just to sort of, um, uh, I would say don't filter yourself as much. I feel like, especially growing up in Georgia, like a smaller town in Georgia and being in the closet in high school, I just was like very conscious of how I came across. And I was like, you know, I went to a private school. Like I, was it a God school? No, it wasn't. Thank God. And I never went to church. I dodged a lot of Southern bullets actually. And my parents like love that I'm gay, but still like my, like all those boys growing up, I was just so terrified and obsessed with them at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And so I wish I just didn't give as many fucks. Do you know what I mean? I wish less fucks were given, but I, um, I don't know. I, I actually had a pretty good like high school like time, but it's just such a weird place to be in and going back into it in the show. It's like, 
Is oh, it God, triggering at all? Yeah, a little bit. You yeah. have so many weird feelings. You're yeah. like, what do I do with this? And also, why doesn't everybody love me? You yeah. know, I was a people pleaser. Yeah. So I was obsessed with like, like I was randomly prom king and homecoming king. Oh, fabulous. But I was me. randomly the most popular guy in <laughs> high school. I don't even know how <laughs> no, that I, happened. I guarantee you. <laughs> I wish I had fucked the cheerleaders. <laughs> no, I guarantee you. I truly like don't know how it happened. I think all the Southern mothers got together and were like, let's give it to the gay boy. So we look progressive. Because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really close with anyone. I don't talk to anyone from high school. That's crazy. really yes. Unless everyone just like loved you and you were like the the hot girl that doesn't get asked to prom. Oh my god, takes off her glasses and she's gorgeous. Yeah. Did you um? Were you just like a theater kid? You yeah, like, yeah. I did a lot of theater. Play I think sports. Yeah, I was no, never, no. never played sports. I look like I should play football, but no. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I was. I think I was just kind of like just nice to people because they were all dicks to each other sometimes. Yeah. So. Wow. 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 Well, thank you so much yes, for coming. Thank you for having so me. So you fun. have to go yeah. be on Broadway now. Yeah, yeah come it. see Mean Girls. Um, yeah. yeah, everyone, go see Mean Girls. Yeah, go see Mean Girls. You can get it's a sold out, bitch, but <laughs> play that lottery. Yeah, you can get yeah, it. If you're on the front row, I'll sweat on you. Yeah, there you go. Um, and if you want to send us listener questions, you can send it to gay at betches.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great email. Just That's G-A-Y <laughs> at betches.com. And follow us on Instagram, everyone's gay underscore. Yeah, we're trying to get the we're trying to get the real handle we're trying to get the underscore away someone has oh. the real one and, and will not give it they up they haven't posted since 2014 and it's one fucking picture oh can you like message them and just i'm just gonna i'm, I'm, I'm trying to get in contact with instagram go to the source can you ruin them yeah <laughs> can you destroy this okay anyways but yeah so thank you for listening and thank you for coming yay thanks for having me all right bye guys bye bye Batches.